Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Hour. I'm your host, Molly McCartney. For those of you already here, if someone could just type in the chat that you can hear me, that'll be my fabulous sound check for today, and I would really appreciate that. Um, otherwise, um, as you may know, I'm a life coach here in uh, Orlando, Florida. I talk about spirituality. I talk about, uh, thank you, Susanna. I am heard. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm a spiritual life coach in Orlando, Florida, broadcasting wisdom around the world. My goal is to help you awaken and embrace your intuition and find inner peace no matter what's going on around you. Hi, Heather. Thank you so much. Um, so today's show is all about being present to change. And none of us are strangers to change at this point. Um, we've gone through multiple, multiple changes in our own lives, but now we're going through one as a collective humanity. And so um, what I'm noticing with people in my private sessions is, yes, the pandemic is going on. Yes, the shutdown and the quarantine is going on for many people and for essential workers, they're still going to work, but we're all still dealing with our personal lives inside of this big collective change. So today's show is not just about the collective change and what that's teaching us. Um, I'd like to for you to keep in mind that what I talk about today and when we get into the reading portion and I take some call-ins, that I, I want us to look at both the global situation and your personal situation as mirrors of each other. So we have this really unprecedented um, way of seeing how we live in a holographic universe and how the way we deal with things collectively and how we respond to things privately, um, we can kind of pull out a lot of similarities and also a lot of differences when we start to get in balance, when we're seeing things as out of balance, we're less involved in criticizing it. We're more involved in the solution finding or the helping or the finding peace within ourselves. But when we're out of balance and we're in the fight, um, and I'm talking about the kind of fight that really doesn't help anybody, whether it's getting on arguments on social media or um, you know, trying to be right in, in, in a discussion about what's going on here or even conspiracy theories and things like that, it, it can really just start to disempower you more. So my goal for you today is to walk away with some tools and uh, a new mindset about how to shift any discomfort you're feeling through this dismantling process um, and, and trust in what is what is to happen for you and what is possible for you, um, not only because of it, but um, not only in spite of it, but because of it, let's put it that way. So um, first things first, I like to go through the stages of change and, and you know, I just kind of, I've, I've done a lot of a lot of thinking over my years. I'm a bit of a philosopher. Um, I'm a visionary and I'm also, as many of you know, a spiritual guide and, and and some people would say healer. I, I call it energetic therapist these days, but um, I help you find balance. And the key is I do that by asking the higher spirit and, and the guides that guide me through my life to bring forth advice that is useful for more than just myself. So I, I volunteer as a channel for that that wisdom and that inspiration that can help help everyone if you're open to it if you if you really want to find that peace and so um, today I didn't go through any books I didn't go through any of my old learnings I just simply asked spirit you know what should I talk about today first thing that came through is that we want to start looking at the stages of change and how we can be present to each stage and how being present to this big major change can help you through your whole life and how you deal with any other crisis that comes for yourself or for the collective from now on. 
So the first stage of change is usually you start to feel it. You start to feel a little bit of a rupture or a little bit of a, a ripple in the system, a little bit of a, what they call it on uh, Star Trek, um, uh, no, Star Wars, a disturbance in the force. Um, they call that and feel that disturbance. So that can come as omens. That can come as messages from beyond. It can come as in just simply intuition, a gut feeling. Um, if you're in resistance to this change or resistance in life, um, and that's the reason why the change is coming, you usually feel a sense of imbalance, um, noticing impermanence, but like clawing for making it permanent. Um, you, this is, you know, when you're holding on to relationships that aren't working or an imbalance can feel like um, fatigue, exhaustion, anxiety. Um, you can, it can feel, come forth as stress and strain because you're pushing against what is. And um, that anxiety is, is when the, the emotion of strain gets trapped in your system. So your body starts to feel that deep strain and it gets, it becomes kind of part of your DNA and a part of you. So, um, you, and, and even just an ominous feeling. So you get these these kinds of things when you feel like a change is coming, but you you maybe don't want it to, or you're not quite ready. And that's, and like all of that's totally normal. So I, I don't know how many of you had kind of a, maybe a precognition or a feeling like something big was was coming for humanity. I know that I did. And, um, and part of me thought, well, you know, I, maybe I just... Maybe I'm just making it up. Maybe I'm just, you know, over overthinking this. Maybe I watched too many of these movies or whatever when I was younger. But, you know, my first um, kind of ominous intuition, I think I shared in another show about 9-11 uh, when I was about 15 years old, which was about mid and early 90s. Um, I had a vision of a world, um, kind of a collective mass chaotic event or a change in the world where people um, needed to realize um, that they were not treating each other right. There was an imbalance in the way that we were treating each other. And it wasn't just country to country, because again, it's all this holographic mirror that boils down to the person, the personal realm. So this kind of unconscious way of blaming others of uh, for, for everything, um, for not taking personal responsibility for um, kind of uh, shady dealings with with people with others and, and a lot of this was very unconscious for many people and I think when 9-11 did happen and, and I my premonition was that it was going to be around 2000 um, it happened in 2001 and so when that happened I said oh this is the thing that I saw this is it and um, little did I know that um, it wasn't it it was the beginning of of a lot of major collective shifts that are going to teach all of us that walk the earth at this time a different way of being. So a lot of it is, is lessons. Same way if you kind of feel like a, the end of a relationship is coming, like you have to you have to look at that and deal with it um, and go to that next step of change. Um, if you don't, sometimes things happen to cause it for you. And that's when we start to feel powerless over life and we feel like life isn't on our side because all the bad things happen to us. When really, if you think about every major shift that's happened, you know, you probably had some desire deep down to to create some kind of change. Something needed to shift, something needed to move. So now what we're seeing with this pandemic and the shutdown before 
this started to happen, um, anxiety was at an all-time high with people, social anxiety, you know, some of the statistics on anxiety um, drugs, which there's no shame in using those medications, but just the fact that so many people were reaching out for it tells you that there was, there was something off, you know, something off in our collective. And so we had that, we had um, technology really stressing people out, trying to keep up with the Joneses, trying to keep your calendar full, or even if you didn't want a full calendar, it seemed to get very full. And it just, the speed at which we were hurling towards some unknown destination that never came, uh, seems like some of this massive global shutdown, which is still quite shocking and a little amazing to me um, is kind of saying, all right, so how are we going to deal with this? Because the second stage of change is the dismantling of what was. So what we are going through is a dismantling as we're going through this change. And we've, you know, our, you know, maybe there was a pandemic in the early 1900s, but it was not to this degree of global cooperation. So this, this, this type of, of virus has created the need for global cooperation to save the human race. Um, you know, and, and some people believe that it's not that bad. Um, honestly, intellectually, I can't say that I know for sure either way, but I do know that we needed this pause. So in whatever way that we needed the pause, and we also need to be mindful of, of others. So whether or not we're afraid of, of getting this and dying from it, uh, the COVID-19 virus, the, the key is um, the, the numbers show that if we're not careful with one another, um, we're not going to, you know, we're going to suffer one way or another as a humanity. So it's worth taking that time and dismantling what was so that we can create a better wholeness and wellness in our, in our, our species. So um, the, there's a card in the deck that I use called Pachamama and Pachamama is a South American indigenous word for mother earth. And um, the picture of her is, is this beautiful woman breathing life almost into a forest fire. And the key message about this card is, you know, we come to this earth to experience the, the lowest lows and the highest highs. And to experience emotion within the human body is a very interesting thing that isn't available to us anywhere else in the universe. So even if there are aliens, even if there are other life forms and other places that we could even be, we would experience life in a very different way. And when we are spirit beings without bodies, we can't experience the depth of feeling that we can here. So that is, that is one of the main reasons why we choose to come here. And the key to that is nature is, is all about balance. So we might consider feelings or change good or bad, right or wrong, in our minds because we're always trying to figure out what's going on so that we have a map for reality. But in truth, it's just about coming in and out of balance, just like the body's homeostasis system only knows balance and imbalance. It doesn't know like, like the body, if it's sick, it doesn't say, oh, it's so wrong that I'm sick. You know, our mind might say it, it's so wrong that we're sick because we need to go to work. You know, that's the mind judging the state of being, but the actual state of being is just is what it is, state of imbalance, and we have to take care of it to come back in. So that's what it teaches us, spiritual maturity. When we go through crisis, spiritual maturity to take care of whatever's happening to bring us back into balance. Um, and this this dismantling, um, as it's happening, can cause a range of emotions. Some some people feel relief, like I was so busy and moving around so much when when the shutdown first happened for me, and I voluntarily stayed at home because I'd been traveling. 
when I came home from my trip, I felt relief. I was like, well, this is really weird. I don't know how long it's going to go on, but I, I need this time to rest. So I allowed myself to rest. Once I got up and energetic, I started to really start looking at the numbers. And then I felt that kind of grief and that, wow, like this is a big deal. And then I moved into, I haven't gone into anger, frustration, uncertainty, or resignation, which some people are dealing with right now, the more negative states, I think um, more I was present to being present to what is going to possibly happen if this imbalance continues. And if we, you know, fall into a state of, of trouble with a people causing problems or uh, financial struggle and whatever. And just like when someone asked me if I was scared to catch the virus or be a part of that while I was traveling bef before it really came into the States, I said, well, I guess I'll I'll catch it and I'll deal with it. That will be my lot in life. So when I started to get present to my fear of what was going to occur because of the shutdown, I said, well, that's what we'll deal with at that time. And that really got me back into the present moment that I could worry, I could go into despair, I could even go into premonition and, and really look into it. But it's it's we're talking about this global change. So the key is to make sure that I'm taking care of what I actually do have some sense of control over. We don't really control anything, but what I can really take care of inside myself, inside my own life. I can be of service to others where I can, but I can't, I'm completely disempowered if I worry about the big picture right now. And, you know, we're almost um, in the middle of April. If you're here in Florida, we have until the end of, of April, if not longer, to, to go through this. Um, and almost every state has something like that going on. And I'm sure throughout the world, um, people are, are, are still um, staying at home and things like that. So the key is to manage your home and your life right now as if it is the whole world, because that's really all you can do. And the and the kind of energy you're more res you're resonating to the most is the kind you're going to bring into your life through this crisis as well as um, here on out. So the key is um, the other thing is about that. Um, the key point I wanted to make with that is you can't skip to to uh, acceptance. You know to kind of skip into inner peace and acceptance and not pay attention to the difficult emotions so the key is when you have those difficult emotions make sure that you're present to them take time to cry talk about it you know um, move your energy um, you know call a coach or therapist if you need someone to really work something out but it's it's really about being present to that and only that and not trying to skip around to feeling better because that's it just doesn't work that way as pachamama teaches us we can't just have the good without the bad so if you're feeling more bad than good right now it's really apparent that you're ready for a lot of really good things to come to you and the key is to move through the states of grief that you are probably feeling and the states of uncertainty to get to a place of acceptance and so um, once you're able to accept then you can start to rebuild and our world will be rebuilding in its own way. Again, there's going to be this macro view of what's going on in the world. Um, I feel it probably is going to be a little messy because that's just how the world is, right? But I don't have to bring that messy energy into my sphere, into my energy, unless I voluntarily want to be a part of it. And the thing is, you, some people can help through activism, through um, fighting what is through this and that, but you have to be a smart warrior, a wise warrior. If you're going to do that and make sure you don't lose all your energy to it 
So, um, you know, be careful again, if you want to be of service, find a way that's within your power to be of service and leave the rest to everyone else and know that we are a collective. So you don't have to do it all. And if you're sensitive, like I am, sometimes you're going to start taking a peek at the big picture and worrying about the whole entire world and what's going to happen to the planet and what's going to happen. Well, we're not too worried about the planet. She'll do fine without us, but what's going to happen to humanity and all the souls on this earth? What, you know, how will we suffer because of everything that's happening? And that that's too big of a question to hold in your soul right now. So, so just again, take care of yourself, ask spirit, what should I do to be of service? What can I do? Who can I be to make things better for myself and others? And, um, and what do I need right now in order to get to that space? And that is usually self-care, self-care, self-care. So uh, rebuilding is the third, um, the third phase of change I wanted to talk about. And that is, um, it's good to think about the phoenix from the flame when we think about rebuilding. So um, the phoenix, you know, the story of the phoenix, probably I think everyone's heard it, but in case you haven't, is a mythical bird that is quite beautiful, is, is its magical power is actually it's able to burn in a flame and rise rise above it and rise again and be reborn literally reborn um through through its um crisis of, of being burnt so um, this takes patience fortitude perseverance intention it takes creativity and strength so these are the kinds of things you want to call on in the time of rebuilding whether that's how you are temporarily rebuilding your life during this shutdown or how you are rebuilding your vision for the rest of the year or the rest of the decade um, and know that the things that you asked for before are still possible and you just have to keep the faith and work with what is given to you so these are raw materials that are given to us this crisis just like any other and i'm going to talk about personal crisis in relation to this in a moment um, but this is the raw material we are given, this reality we are given to um, do with it what we will. And we cannot control other people. We cannot control the collective. We can hope and we can pray and we can intend and um, take care of your own inner space. And that is what in turn starts to change what you experience around yourself. But um, again, don't burn yourself out. Um, unlike the Phoenix, um, doesn't necessarily choose to burn, but it you know, kind of submits to the burning. Um, but putting yourself into the fire again and again without renewing yourself is not going to be the best way. So make sure you are renewing, rebuilding, and taking care of yourself when you are being present to difficult emotions during this time or any time that you're going through something uh, challenging. So the fourth stage of change is, is the new normal. So this new normal that is created calls for balance. So once you kind of clear out your closet of the negative emotions or the negative energy that you're dealing with, um, you, you, you can reach a state of homeostasis, a new normal. Things are just fine. Things are in balance again. But the key is to, to practice and stay in balance as much as possible because the minute we get out is the minute that change comes calling for us again. So, and then it goes through all those steps all over again. So, so this, again, this pandemic is to humanity as a personal crisis is for you. If I'm using my, my logic um, exercises properly, my analogies. So if you think about it as a big symbol 
for for how you deal with your life and and again how you are looking at it how you're looking at the shutdown or any control that's taken from you because of it um just really know that you can use this time to sort of learn deeply and train retrain yourself to deal with crisis in a different way so this can be applied to relationship breakdowns um, really common one and this can be applied to health breakdowns um, when you know something comes in and you have to deal with a major health crisis and shut everything down in your life that can be a very common one as well um, some people will because of this have career breakdowns and things are going to shift and change um, with that and financial breakdowns um, so whether or not it's referring to the pandemic um, or, or the, the financial crisis around it, it's, this is going to be something you can use one day. Um, any identity crisis where you're, where you're coming into a new state of being with yourself and trying to figure out who you really are. Um, and your spiritual wake, wake up calls is another way, which is when we enter the dark nights of the soul, which those are very, um, usually if, if we're aware enough, we can feel them coming, but sometimes they come on out of nowhere when you are being called to ascend to a new level of your evolution and your own personal spiritual maturity um, that can happen. So um, just be aware that that's possible. And when that happens, when any of these breakdowns happen, it is so that you can live in your higher and better self and, um, and live in a new way, reborn just like the Phoenix. So things happen outside of our experience to create a reaction from us. And this creates movement when we're not moving and when we can, will, or do not initiate it according to the omens, intuition, or signs that we get, um, that's when life brings us the change. And life is a series of changes. Um, you know, this one, again, it's a collective one, but it's one of many you have been through in your life. It's one of many you will go through in life. So the key is to, to kind of think about what I've said and, and notice how things um, come through to you, the sense of the cycle of change. Um, so I'd wonder how many out there, and, and those of you in the studio, how many felt something like this coming? If you want to enter in the chat, um, if you did, or maybe a, a word or two about what you felt um, and how you kind of prepared yourself or didn't know how to prepare yourself for it. Um, and um, I'd love if anyone wants to call in for a reading, we can talk about how you're present to it now and, and some tips on how you can be more present. And if you're fighting it, um, how you can relax into it better. And I want to be really clear about what relaxing into it means. It doesn't mean giving up or resigning and, and saying, forget it, I'm just going to watch Netflix the rest of my life and get depressed. It means it's going with the flow and dealing with what is in your current physical, mental and emotional space. So the essence of not asking the world to change, I'm sorry, this is the essence of not asking the world around you to change so that you can feel differently. This is about owning your internal states and caring for yourself. So again, if you are anxious, if you are depressed, if you are worried, what do you need right now in order to care for yourself? Um, how can you take care of yourself better in this time? And if anyone um, would like a reading on this, um, you can uh, enter your question in the chat or give me a call. Uh, just call in. There should be a place where you can just click to do that on your cell phone. And um, I'll just keep talking until I get those call-ins. But, um, you know, you are, you are welcome to call in with specific questions. So um, 
Yeah, this is gonna this is gonna teach us something. Um, all major crises on the planet have taught generations something. I remember my grandmother, who passed away several years ago. She lived through the, the Great Depression, and because uh, she had lived through that, she had such an ability to live simply and live with very little and um, make amazing food with very cheap ingredients and you know make clothes or find great stuff at the thrift store or whatever like she had this way of being thrifty and very classy and very happy and i i accredited that to her upbringing but also and her creativity and her sense of humor but also the fact that she had lived through something um, like that and come out on the other side with a lot of resiliency and a lot of creativity. So I always admired that in her and took that from her. Um, some of you who grew up, um, and I see your question there, Heather, I'll get to it in just a second. Um, um, those of you who, who grew up without a lot of money um, probably know exactly what I'm talking about. So, um, so that was me when I was when I was a kid. We didn't have a lot, so we had to be creative w with what we did have. And then, as a teenager, living on allowance, you know, <laughs> when I got there, I learned to work hard for what I earned, and I learned to uh, make the most of it when I when I had the money. So, I think you know that's one example of how you can create a new reality for yourself without needing so much. Uh, because you live through crisis. So um, Heather's asking, I'm curious about how this will affect my current job. So I'm going to get quiet for a moment and I'll take a look at that question. I'll also pull a few cards for you, Heather. And um, hmm. As I go into the energy of that, I immediately feel a lot of movement. I feel a lot of um, moving pieces, moving parts. I feel your company is doing its best to keep everyone employed because their biggest concern is if they um, lay people off now, once things get moving again, they're gonna need to grab you up real quick. So I, I see if there is any kind of layoff, there would be, it was more like a furlough where you're you're laid off, but you, you, you still have a job. Um, I feel they might try to give you a, a little bit of pay along with this, but it might not be full pay, but it's going to be something that, that will help you um, along the way. So I feel it's too much is shifting right now for you to make a firm decision about what to do. So um, keep moving forward. I feel like they you are being... Um, you are being uh, given correct information. They are not pulling your chain. Um, they're just as confused as you are. So um, everyone is, is kind of scrambling to make sense of this at your at your company. So I would say um, just make sure you're you're careful with your decisions at this time. It's not time to make a move. Um, there is something here in your personal. Um, life. Um, I get um, you're coming out of vision quest. Um, it is reverse, meaning, you know, you had this vision to take this job, things were going really well. Um, and now you're moving into um, this, it's, it's threatening and challenging your positive outlook about it. So the key is to find your faith again, to make sure you're using your intuitive skills and your oracle cards and whatever you like to do to, to get clarity on that. And I know you're asking me, which is good, but this is just something you can be doing at home to make sure that you are maybe even a card a day, pull it to um, give yourself um, a message that's encouraging because when you get into your mind about it, I see all you're seeing is the, the wind and the storm and the chaos and it's making you very nervous. So um, the outcome here is to shed 
Um, you are being asked to shed that sense of anxiety and worry and trying to control things you cannot control. Um, and it, it's not that you're a controlling person. It's that um, I'm seeing that you just really struggle with uncertainty. So when you can get at the hang of it and say, this is uncertain, let's kick our feet up and do something fun this afternoon. Let's go for a bike ride. Let's go fly a kite. I don't know. I see a kite. Um, let's go play and, and get our mind off things. And you'd start to do that more than, than worry about what's going to happen. You get your energy back. So um, you're definitely, your intuition is, is telling you, I feel that it's telling you that, um, that all is well, that you can stay calm, um, but you're not quite trusting it. And you can go ahead and uh, confirm or deny in the comments, Heather, and let me know if this is resonating with you. So um, the other thing I have here, I have, uh, it looks like another Heather, it's H-E-A, so um, I'm gonna call you Heather too. Um, so how would this change the housing market? I'm hoping to buy in August or September. Okay, so I'm gonna go into that. Uh, The, the initial thing that I see, um, good, Heather says that message did resonate with you. Okay, great. I'm so glad to hear that, honey. You're doing just fine. Trust yourself. Trust your spirit guides. They got your back. So, um, and I'll see, um, Heather, I'll get back to your other question, the housing market question, but I'm going to see if I can get a timeline for you, um, Heather, with the job, um, to see when you're going to get some clarity. I'm seeing things um, shift mid-May to late May, where you may either be getting back in the flow of things, and I see something about getting back into the, the workspace or back into the regular flow of, of tasks into uh, June. So I, I do see that, um, you know, I know we were all hoping it was going to be a little sooner. I think it's gonna be sooner than what is predicted by the models because people are staying at home, because we are being preventative. If we were not preventative, it would certainly go into that long-term cycle. But I feel because a lot of us are staying home and, and trying to stop the spread, it's going to speed up the, um, and that is logical, of course, but I do feel intuitively that is the case. So I'm sticking with that. <laughs> um, and and I, I always say, I'm gonna eat, if I have to eat crow on that, I will. But I feel really strongly about that by late May, the the essential and we say essential workers right now are in place. But you know, jobs we can go to our jobs. We might not be able to gather in big um, communities. There might be um, a need to wear masks still, but we can still go about our work like similar to way they do in Japan um, when there's a flu outbreak. You know, you see people walking around in masks and doing their regular things. So it might change the way the world looks a little bit. But I feel like there is going to be potential to get back to normal ish. Um, although we will be changed forever because of this. Um, so yep, Heather says, that sounds right. I'm considered an essential worker and have been working from home for the last few weeks. Excellent, good. Keep on going, girl. You're gonna be fine. So um, back to the housing market question. The first thing I pick up is it's actually going to, um, time to buy. I think it is, it is gonna be a good time to buy. I feel like with a lot of things, um, and you know, I have a business myself. I feel like you know people are going to lower rates to to make up for the financial 
down downfall that's that's kind of going on right now. It is a little bit of a recession. Um, so I feel like while getting loans and things like that might be a little tricky, if you have the means and you're ready, I feel like it is going to be similar to the way the gas prices fell. Um, and I feel like people are just kind of kind of understand that we're not as affluent as we were before this all happened. I do feel a recovery happening. And this is the first time I've seen that my, my fear said, Oh, God, what if we go into a depression, but my intuition right now, as I'm as I'm reading into this says, we're actually going to get, we're going to recover quite a bit, we're going to surprise ourselves um, by, um, by even holiday time by, um, fall and into the holiday time that we're going to start being surprised at how well we've recovered. Um, and that again, people are saying this flu could, or this virus could come back um, around that time. So we'll need to be extra careful to not get out of balance again. So um, I do feel like keep looking. I don't know if you've noticed um, uh, the prices going down already, but I do feel like it's not a great time to sell, but probably a good time to buy. Okay. So uh, let's see, if anyone else has a question, feel free to call in or type your question in the chat. And we will, you know, it's very helpful to everybody. Believe it or not, your question um, often applies to many people. And while I have uh, a smallish audience on the live, I usually have a lot of downloads after the fact. So if you are um, thinking of asking any kind of question, now's the time. And I'm, I may also go into a group reading if no one else chimes in. All right, so not getting any other questions. So what I'm going to do here is do, um, oop, I have one more comment here. I have noticed that the essential workers are the healers and the movers. Anyone else notice that? Um, yes, there's definitely, I see um, a lot of uh, essential workers as they, they're very much archetypally like warriors on the front line right now. So you do have a lot of people that are finally, it's like their purpose in life was to serve at a deep, deep level. And while they didn't consciously choose this level of, of stress, um, you know, and I'm talking about more the, the frontline healthcare workers, they're dealing directly with the virus, but also just essential workers in general that are that are able to um, to serve others in this, you know, in any way in this capacity. Yes, there's, um, you know, you wouldn't be chosen for this work if you couldn't handle it. So, um, not to say there are some light workers and healers and movers that are out of work right now, um, but they're being reassigned to what they need to be doing uh, later on, and they're growing and, and developing into that. So, um, I do feel like this is very much a life purpose ordeal for those out there working um, in the world that's shut down. Absolutely. And some of us that are shut shut in, and I have been working a bit from home, but it's definitely different than usual. It's um, kind of, all right, we're going to hold the space for you. We're going to hold that that light down and anchor it and, be, um, and do our best to either serve from where we are or do our best to heal and change. So when we come back out there, the world's a little bit different. So, um, of course, those are the people that are conscious. There, there are unfortunately some, some things going on, I'm sure, in the background that's not the greatest behavior. Um, but, you know, we're never going to change that. This is, again, Mother Earth dictates. We come here to experience the good and the bad. So choose your adventure wisely. So what I get for the collective here is the seer. 
and um, that is all about intuition and growing into our intuition and trusting. So in this card, it is um, it is a male or maybe even a two-spirit person um, that's neither male nor female. But the key with intuition is it's the, the um, essential feminine um, intelligence of the world, so of the universe. So um, the intuition is that intellect is the essential masculine intelligence. So, and, and, and that's really key to know that knowledge aligns with intellect, but knowing and feeling and healing align with, with femininity. So the way we're gonna get through this, um, you know, emotionally, psychologically, um, socially, all of that stuff is through the uh, sinking down into that receptive place and, and acting in accordance with what is needed for the good of the whole. So we're not going to get anywhere, like I said earlier, with our intellect, with our judgments, with our um, upset and rants. Um, al although if you have those, deal with them. You know, go on, go and yell in your car and drive down the street. And, you know, go and uh, cry in the shower. You know, I, I did a bit of crying the other day, just realizing the 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 big effect of what's going on. But today was a good day. I feel I feel strong. I feel useful. I feel helpful today. And um, you know, most of the time, I'm just nurturing my energy to know that there are other people out there doing that in their homes. And together we create a web of, of nurturing, receptive, healing energy. And so it's not just on me to do it, but I'm, I have faith that we're planted where we're needing to be, like a grid pattern of people doing this, this inner work that resonates out. So the key is here to also um, up-level our belief in intuition, and 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 we're going to learn a lot of things as a collective from this. So um, what is not um, kind of a, a win or a step up is a lesson, right? So, so that's one thing that's going to happen. And as far as the souls that are leaving the planet because of this, I want to take a moment to acknowledge that, and that's another part of the sadness when I get into the energy of it, similar to, um, you know, Hurricane Katrina, similar to 9-11, similar to um, so many things I could name, um, you know, Syria, the, the crisis going on in Syria, similar to massacres throughout the world and, and, and uh, just the tsunami in Japan. You know, there's just earthquakes and <laughs> there's so many things I could talk about where masses amounts of souls leave at the same time. And this is a really different one. It's, it's a very strange storm that's going on. And, and the key is to, to have faith that this was their time, even though we don't want, we don't want it to be so we don't, you know, it's extremely um, sad. It's extremely, um, we, we mourn and we mourn their loss, but we also feel for those who are grieving at this time, it's going to spread out and affect other people because of their grief. And the key is to be present to that as much as we are to the possibility of rebuilding and, and know that the cycle of life always continues and that energy is neither created nor destroyed and we are energy. So my true belief as a medium is that we, you know, we live on past our, our death and there's, there's uh, dimensions that we go on to, we can't even describe, you know? And, and so that's another topic for another time, but to, the key is to hold them in the light and, and allow their souls to pass without a lot of resistance if it, you know, because it is their time and we can't know um, the mind of the universe. We can only trust that there is a divine plan. So, and the key is to, to know that if you want to keep yourself safe to, it's just a good idea to do your best, but if it's your time, it's your time too, right? And that's, that's my feeling about myself. So I just do my best to do my part and stop and stop the spread. So 
the heart of the sky is knowing is is kind of coming in with the seer which which is the um intuition card and that's all about trusting the divine again i mentioned that already so trusting the divine bringing in that divine guidance and not really worrying too much about your personal stuff right now there will come a time where you can move um, and like, you know, like I said, um, for Heather here with her job and, and the other, I believe it's another Heather with the, the housing market, you know, there's going to come a time to make some moves, but you've got at least a few weeks before that's, that's even time to think about that. So being present means being present to today and right now. So doing what's right in front of you, answering to what, what's right in front of you, not getting out of your energy into the, the, the future or getting stuck in the past because that's that creates energy leaks and that's gonna that's gonna make you feel disempowered and tired so um, what we're coming out of is the time master reversed which is all about being um, you know basically a pause and I've been calling it a great pause um, hi Ron how are you uh, welcome to the studio so um, the uh, time master is all about knowing that we have no control over time um, and there's divine timing for everything and we have to uh, I, I feel like what collectively what we're coming out of, and there's a lot of memes on Facebook about this um, in the, the kind of mindfulness community, is whatever came up for you when we first got the shutdown or we, we had the big change occur is kind of what was there all along. And um, that's very true. And I don't think that's a curse or a criticism. It's just true. So once everything stops and you're stuck with your own energy, um, what to do then. Okay, become aware of it. Rest if you need rest, catch up with yourself, um, you know, do the things you need to do to, to help your survival, you know, apply for unemployment, apply for the small business loan, um, do what, what needs to be done, but don't, um, don't stretch it into this pause, because this pause is a gift for us to become more aware, more present if we allow it. And again, when the difficult feelings come up, you deal with them, bring them to the light and, and move forward. And what we're moving into when we do move forward is this ability to create a new reality together. And um, I'm not, um, I, I, there's a word out there called apocaloptimist that says it's all going to crap, but it's going to be okay anyway. So it, I joke, that's, you know, it's a total joke, but it's, it is, I'm, I'm somewhere in between a realist and an idealist where I believe that we can create as a humanity, we can bring um, the light of consciousness, consciousness to the earth, we can ascend our old human forms and evolve into a new level of humanity. But I also know that there's a lot of people on this planet with a lot of lessons to learn. So it's gonna be hard to, to say that we're all going to up level all at the same time. And we do come to this planet to do that. So there are many people here who have come many times and have done a lot of work on that. And there are some people that are brand new that have that are just getting started. So that's what makes the earth such an interesting place. So the key is for if you are conscious and you are into a deliberate co-creation or manifestation of your life, start to think about how you're going to not only be with, with, with the pause, but what you're going to create um, after it, through it, you know, be keep that creative space um, with yourself um, and rest as much as you can, because you are going to get busy again. Things are going to heat up and move and you'll have plenty to do. So, <laughs> so that I feel that very strongly for all of us. So, um, you know, the key is how you're going to do it differently so that you're a little bit more joyful and a little bit more balanced. And another thing is the ancient ones come in um, to 
um, help us with this. So there are a lot of souls who, again, went through similar situations, like my grandmother I mentioned earlier through the Great Depression and, uh, and the wars and things like that. And so we can pull on their wisdom to kind of go back to an old fashioned way of being more simple because our modern culture has made things very, very complicated, fast moving. I mean, technology evolves way too fast <laughs> for, for our human minds to keep up with it. And it's all a race for money. It's all a race for, you know, the next device, the next, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's, you know, if there are any kind of conspiracy theories out there, to me, it's, it's this kind of valuing this economy or valuing this bigger picture of world riches than it is personal happiness and personal presence. So again, the less you need to be happy, the more you're gonna be in alignment no matter what's going on around the world. And, and I think this needing less right now is, is the best way to, to kind of heal that sense of maybe, well, you don't really have fear of missing out now because there's nothing to miss out on, but it can help you when that, that possibility comes, comes back again. Um, and you can be more present to what is and stay still. So current environment is the witness, is again, being present, being still, being outside of your own emotional highs and lows and your opinions, um, and getting complete and accepting. So completion is acceptance. This is how it is. Again, most of us, we have another um, few weeks of this, if not longer. So what are you going to do with the time you have? If, you know, and, and that's a good question. That's what I say about life. You know, that's what's been said about life, but I also say it you have a limited amount of time on this planet. What kind of story do you want to live? What, you know, with what you have, and I'm not talking about throwing away your current life and living a whole different story, but with the materials that you currently have, that you've currently created, that the soul contracts you currently have, what do you want to create? You're, it's, it's, you're not destined um, to, to a certain doom or a certain destiny. You're destined to work with the universe to create new things from what is. And I think that's very exciting, but it, it's, you know, you kind of have to go to the kind of out there thinking to get there and really first things first, get present to what is and learn to transcend it from where you are. So finding joy, even in times that are very difficult, even if you have your own illness you're working with, even if you are in grief, you know, what are the little ways that you can find a bit of joy and, and shift your energy into something that um, is is deeper than feeling like a victim, you know, very important. So the arrow is our obstacle, which is intention. So right now, again, um, I'm not too worried about the, the world at large um, changing because there's so many people. We've, we're about 50-50, especially here in America, of people who are, you know, kind of aware of conscious co-creation and those who are not. So we have this kind of ebb and flow and push and pull tug of war going on about that. But I don't, I don't believe that uh, it's just going to be one way and, and, it's, and it's over, you know, after this. I believe there's a lot of creative solutions to come, a lot of changes to come. And the key is to set your intentions towards beneficial outcomes for all and the highest and best for the collective. And that you know that you'll get what you need when you wish for the highest and best for all concerned. And that is my motto. That actually comes from, I believe, the spiritualist um, movement, which I was, you know, I did a lot of work and a lot of practice circles under under that. But I've just kind of taken that on as as my own blessing for the highest and best of all concerned. Believe that till the day I die. So with that, a lot of nice opportunities come your way because you're wishing it for everyone else. So don't be so much in the fight or flight of your own survival right now. Key is to create the better thing for everybody. 
And the hopes and fears here are the holy mountain. And this holy mountain is all about perspective. So it is this big, tall mountain that you need to get to, to the top of. So right now we're looking at it going, oh my God, what are we going to have to do to fix this? You know, we're, we're all the way at the bottom of this mountain and we were, we were climbing up it, you know, and then we fell all the way down when it's really not true at any given time. We're not really ever on top of it. We're always on some different place, some different view on the same mountain of life. And the key is when you can get a perspective that you're never really done and that we're always co-creating, we're always learning and growing. And um, we strike a balance with that. That's when you're in a state of maybe what they call enlightenment. I think the modern form of enlightenment, because we're not monks in monasteries anymore, we're out here in the world. It's kind of being um, going with the flow of what is and being conscious of our own energy to create better circumstances for all. And that's having the perspective that it's not all about me. It's not all about you. It's about us. It's about, you know, uh, the way things are in the world, but it does start with the way you create things from the inside out for yourself. Um, but that's kind of a twisted thing. But I think many of you probably understand if you're interested in wisdom, you, you, you get what I'm talking about. So the medicine wheel is what is to be done. And that is a healing card. That's about a healing journey. Um, and I want to call to mind the um, symbol um, or analogy of a bone that's been broken. So with the medicine wheel, it is about letting go of an old identity, releasing uh, toxic habits or detoxing to, to heal better, to get in touch with your strength and your, in, your sense of intention. But if you think about um, when someone breaks a bone, um, it has to be reset. So there's this kind of difficult part of resetting the bone, but if it doesn't happen, then the bone will not heal properly. So we're at this place right now of reset. You know, we're dismantling and resetting. And um, the key is to follow our spiritual guidance, even if it seems like it leads us into circles a little bit for a while, because we're still learning our lessons. And wouldn't you know it, my Pachamama card shows up at the end. So I have not only her, but the lightning card, which is about personal power. And the key here, and I think, you know, I know every time I do these shows, I used to do them once a month because of the shutdown. I'm doing them once a week to help support you through this. And I may continue because <laughs> I do enjoy doing them. But, um, but I think it's interesting that a theme comes out that I didn't even intend when I, well, maybe I did intend it, but I didn't plan it in my notes before I started the show. And that's personal power is literally your choices you make with the reality that is right in front of you. And that's, and I'm talking about the physical reality and your life, not, um, not what's on the news, not what, not what's on social media, not what you're worried about or what happened to you in the past. It's current physical space and your emotions about that and, and dealing with all of those multi levels of being for yourself. And when you reach a state of balance with that, that's when you find your power. When you're no longer invested in one outcome or another, when you know that you have the power to handle whatever comes at you. And the key with that, of course, is faith, because none of us human beings have the power to handle um, deep distressing things like what's going on right now. But with faith, we can handle anything. And again, not talking about just one religious faith. I'm talking about spiritual faith and a higher power in a sense that you have guidance from a higher perspective. And, and with that, when you listen to your spirit guides, which we'll do a very quick meditation before we go to tap into that, um, you, can, you can have a sense and accept and understand 
um, Pachamama or Mother Earth's blessing to us that things sometimes are difficult, but you can't have the good without the bad. You can't have the lush forest without the forest fire at some point in time. So I'm going to leave that with you and uh, I'm going to gather my cards. And just for the last few minutes, we're going to do a very short meditation to tune into your spirit guide. So um, if you did not, well, I hope that you received a special message from today's talk. I know I can kind of go all over the place. That's why this is recorded and you can listen to it again. Um, but spirit uh, says a lot and I talk fast. So um, the key is now to settle in for just a few moments while we tune into your spirit guides. So I'd like you to kind of relax wherever you are. If you're in your car or driving, of course, do not close your eyes um, and, and you know, pay attention to the, to the, to the road, et cetera, et cetera. But um, I do want you to, if you can, lay down and close your eyes or sit in lotus, close your eyes, sit on a chair, relax into the present moment. And I'm going to slow down my cadence along with you. And now, as you take a deep breath in, allow your forehead to relax. Allow your concerns to float away. As deep peace comes into your eyes, your cheeks, your jaw, and your neck, Another deep breath and allow your focus to move down into your chest, filling it with a warm, loving sensation. Zoom into this space and allow the vision of a special room to form around you. It's the most comfortable place in the world. It is your heart space. Take a few moments to notice the walls, the floor, any items that are in the room. And notice as a figure begins to take shape. There is someone else in here with you. And they have a message. It's your guide with a message from the higher power. A message for exactly what you need to know at this time. 
as you relax even more deeply, allow that message to sink in. It may come in words, in visions, or just a feeling. What is it you really need to know in order to feel safe, secure, calm, and present now? Take it in with gratitude to your guide. Make a decision to live with this message for the next few days, allowing peace, calm, and presence into your world, dissolving your fears, giving you direction. Allowing you to create something beautiful from any crisis you are experiencing right now. You are a spark of the divine. And your higher power wants nothing but the highest and best for you. As you begin to come back to the space and open your eyes, bring your hands to your heart in a gesture of trust. You know, life is a continuum a continuum of moments. And when we say it's good to be present, it's important to remember that means every single moment. It's always the now. And our raw materials for creating our future come with each now. So when you trust the process and you know you have the power to work with your own intentions, that's when magic really happens. So I send you off tonight with a lot of love, a lot of blessings, wisdom, peace, all the good stuff. 
hoping that you do your best with what's in front of you right now. Be present, take good care of yourself. Don't compare yourself and know that there's a lot out there you can't control. If you enjoyed this show, please go to the Podbean homepage and click on the top right page, the donate button. I appreciate your monthly donation. You can cancel at any time. It helps me in this time when things are a bit slow. And I just appreciate doing this show so much. So I will um, I will gratefully take donations. And if you're looking for private sessions, I offer readings, spiritual coaching, and healing work at my website, mollymccartney.com. Uh, you can see me in Orlando usually, but right now it's by phone or video chat only all the way around the world. So I hope you'll come learn more and I will see you next week. We're going to talk about, um, I believe, being in the witness next week. So what that means and um, how to call upon the witness inside of you through all of this. And there'll be some changes. So we'll certainly talk about um, all the changes that are occurring um, with this global crisis, as well as anything going on with your life. So blessings to you again. Have a wonderful evening. Take care.